What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Simple Man's Guide to a Good Life. Uh, we're on episode four here, coming up on first month of me uh, starting this newsletter, this podcast. I'm highly enjoying it. Again, I'm having great feedback. It's also just a truly a great outlet for me. This is something I'm so passionate about. I just want to continue to help people, invigorate people to make maybe small habit changes in their life that can lead to crazy changes down the line in the future and they can see themselves thriving in life. Um, again, I take it back to week one of this, the Henry David Thoreau quote, um, you know, uh, people are leading lives of quiet desperation. And in 2022 in our modern society, I think that is uh, one of the biggest issues most of us face. Um, and if I can help one person or, or anything like that, that's really why I'm, I'm doing this. And um, so, yeah, so this week, what we're talking about, titled the newsletter, and I'm titling this podcast, Seductive Silence. The quote I use today is, silence is true wisdom's best reply. Euripides. Okay. So yes, we're talking about silence. Um, whenever I bring up silence, it's somewhat like sleep. There's an immediate visceral response. You know, and I think a lot of us have an unhealthy relationship with silence, I mean, hell, we can just think back to uh, our parents yelling at us in the car, right? To shut up, uh, be quiet, we need silence. Um, and, you know, modern society demonizes silence. But um, I'm here today to tell all of you, including myself, we need more silence in our lives. Um, again, if we look at society today, silence is demonized, a lot like sleep when we talked about sleep. Um, why? I mean, the answer is easy on that one. Just the things that make money for businesses, especially the big businesses, Apple, Google, you know, Facebook, etc. It's called the attention economy. It's literally called the attention economy. And it's economy built off capturing your attention and keeping you engaged. And how do they do that? They do that through noise. Now, when I'm saying noise, it doesn't necessarily always have to mean audible noise. We are talking about silence here. But, you know, noise, in my opinion, is anything that distracts you from your inner voice, your inner thoughts, and a connection to self. When I'm talking about noise, that's what I'm talking about. And when I'm talking about silence, it is anything that allows you to get reconnected to self, reconnected to your emotions, reconnected to your inner voice. Okay, so that's kind of today when I'm talking about noise, that's what I'm talking about. When I'm talking about silence, that is what I am talking about. Now, I'm going to say something here. Some of you might feel like it's an attack. It is not. This is something that I deal with as well. But if the shoe fits, uh, which I think it fits for most of us in today's society, then go ahead and wear it. You like to be distracted because you are afraid to sit with your own thoughts and admit that it's a little crazy up there. You're scared to do the work. You're scared to confront the emotions that you're having, the thoughts that you're having. And instead of doing that, you distract. How do I know this? Again, because like I said, I'm right there with you guys. I'm a human in 2022 as well. Um, my biggest coping mechanism for like, if I'm going through discomfort or, 
you know, if there's somebody angry at me or if there's a hard conversation I need to have, et cetera, et cetera, my biggest coping mechanism that I will do is I will scroll Instagram mindlessly. I use it as a coping mechanism. I am distracting myself. Is that helping me? Of course not. It's numbing me. The more I do it, the more I get numb to my emotions, to what I'm feeling, the more I tune out of the chatter inside of my head. It's a compulsion, right? The funny thing is though, every time this happens, when I finally put it down and I go, okay, you need it, you need to deal with this, whatever this is, and I go and sit in silence, or I go journal, or I'm just with myself, I'm not distracted, I cut out the noise within you know, five, 10, 15, maybe it's a little bit longer. Maybe it takes a couple days of sitting with it, you know, but I come to a conclusion. I work it out. I take it off the shelf. It doesn't become such a big deal, right? Again, this kind of takes us back to last week's newsletter. If I just go towards the discomfort instead of distracting myself or instead of trying to get around it, I'm able to deal with it and move through it. Right, but I have to cut the noise out and I have to get silent. Right. Um, now again, like I said, anytime I talk about silence, people get defensive. Um, you know, and I, I think people get defensive whenever we're talking about self-help stuff and I, I bring it up, there is this defensiveness initially, and I do this too when somebody brings up something that maybe I need to work on. I think it's a natural human instinct, but um, you know, I think people get defensive because they know they need more of it and they feel as if I'm attacking them. I'm not. I need more of it. Uh, again, we're on this path to a good life together. I'm here hand in hand with you guys and I'm, I'm writing these weekly or talking about these podcasts weekly because it's stuff that I am going through. It's stuff I'm reflecting on like, damn, I need more of this too. Or I'm doing something, I'm implementing something that I think is working for me and I think could work for others. So, you know, I'm not attacking anybody out here. Um, nobody needs to get defensive. We're all in this together, guys. Now, this last Sunday, so last Sunday, I decided to do something randomly. I was like, oh, this would be fun to do. And again, for those who know me, I'm kind of an extremist. When I decide to do something, I go all in with it. I don't dip my toe in the water. <laughs> so when it comes to the silence thing, I dubbed Sunday Silent Sunday. I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna spend all day in silence. <laughs> And so that lasted, I woke up uh, Sunday around uh, seven o'clock, six, seven o'clock, something like that. And I stayed in silence till about 7 p.m. And then that evening um, hung out um, with somebody and we watched a movie and stuff like that. But you know, for a good chunk of the day, I was in complete silence. Um, now, things like, you know, cars or, or you know, other people having conversations, I, I didn't count that because that's out of my control. Um, it was really more about me taking control um, and cutting out all of the noise, things that are distracting me from self. I wanted to reconnect with myself last Sunday. So this meant no YouTube, no podcasts, uh, no Instagram, no Facebook, right? All those things we're talking about. No TV, nothing, right? I, was, I, I drove around, no radio, absolutely nothing. I went to my gym and I kind of cleaned up. Nothing was on. It was just me and my thoughts. Now, I am a daily meditator, right? I, I meditate daily. I even do some longer meditations. So at first, this wasn't that big of a deal. You know, like the first hour or whatever, I'm like, okay, this is fine. However, after a couple hours, it got to the point where I, I got through all of kind of my quote unquote chores I needed to do. 
Uh, Sundays I do some, you know, administrative work for my gym, programming. Like I got through all of that and I kind of was like, well, now what? And that's where my epiphany happened. When I, when most of us, for me, I'm talking about me right now, but I think this happens to most people. When I get to that, well, now what? That's where I immediately go to, well, I'm going to watch YouTube videos. I'm going to listen to a podcast. I'm going to scroll Instagram. I'm going to do maybe two of those things together at once, right? And we think this is relaxing, right? Think about what you deem relaxing. Oh, it's a, it's a Sunday sitting on the couch watching TV. It's, um, you know, sitting by the pool and, um, again, scrolling Instagram or something like that. And what my epiphany was is that's not relaxing in the sense that actually relaxing should be a state where you're dropping into your body. You're working through whatever thoughts you need to work through so you don't have these anxieties about the future because you've worked through what you needed to work through emotionally and you've come to a conclusion on things and you know what route you need to go, all right? And so I had this incredibly relaxed feeling, so much so that I allowed myself to just like lay on my bed and, and read a book in complete silence still. And for those that know me, traditionally this is very hard for me to do because again, another coping mechanism of mine is to just stay busy. You know, instead of sitting in silence or just being with my thoughts and all that, I'll, I'll find extra work to do, quote unquote work. It's, it's really just busy work because again, I don't, you know, even for somebody like me who is, likes to think he's self-aware and likes to do this kind of stuff, I'm a human. I am flawed, right? I have coping mechanisms. But this was a great epiphany for me. Like I was allowing myself to just truly relax because I'd spent so much time in silence. I worked through all of these different anxieties and thoughts I had. I journaled, et cetera, et cetera. So I got to the point where my mind was just still. It was calm. And so I just laid there and read a book. And then as time continued to go on, I just I felt more and more calm and more in tune with myself and my body and my mind. And I just had this great sense of joy and calmness by the end of the afternoon. It was incredible. It was euphoric in a sense. Um, and it, 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 was, it was truly relaxing. A, a, a feeling I haven't had in a very long time, like true relaxation. The only time I can remember feeling like that is times where I've traveled to Mexico with my family and we're laying in a hammock next to the water and there is no technology. That was back when I was a teenager, you know? Now, I understand for most of us, being able to take a full day out of our schedule and just sit in silence is not very realistic, especially if you have a family and stuff like that, you know? I, I understand that. And most people aren't extremists like me. Um, so, you know, I, I get that. Um, I think the reason like wisdom and connection to the self can come from silence though um, is because I truly believe we have very little opportunity or moments to just sit with ourselves. You can just think about your day. Think about how many opportunities you have to do that or how many opportunities you take. It's very few and far between. Right? Like all day, every day, we're getting input from our surroundings, whether it is loved ones, coworkers, social media, the news, right? Just input after input after input. And, you know, we live in a society, so that causes us to morph our ideas, our beliefs, our attitudes into something that society accepts, 
our loved one accepts, um, you know, we want to be accepted. It's, it's a normal human tendency. Um, and we rarely take the time to ask ourselves, like, who am I really? And again, that's getting back to that inner voice, that authenticity, that word gets thrown around so much, especially on social media. And I don't really think people understand what authenticity is because I don't think many people ha have spent a lot of time with themselves to understand who their authentic self is. They think their authentic selves is somebody who is going to be accepted on Instagram. That's not your authentic self, right? But I think when we take time to sit with ourselves and only ourselves in complete silence, in stillness, and we are confronted with that question of like, who am I? Um, we have to work through all of the trials and the tribulations that we face day in and day out. And we're forced to work through them because it's our thoughts. We're sitting with them, right? It's kind of the idea of meditation, which we'll get into a little bit later. But again, like I experienced on Sunday, through that silence and that stillness and through that work, we start to get a deeper understanding of our true selves, of that inner voice. We get attached to who we are internally, that spirit, right? Whatever word you want to use for it. And if we don't take time throughout our day to do this, we are allowing ourselves, because this is, you are allowing this. You have control over this. You're allowing yourself to be pulled in every direction. We're allowing others to write our story for us. We're allowing ourselves to react emotionally instead of sitting with our emotions, working through them, and then responding in a logical, rational way. And again, I'm not here to say your emotions aren't valid. They are, but instead of just reacting right off the bat, again, take that time and stillness and silence to sit with them and work through them so you can come back to that person or that situation and respond instead of react, right? In a world that is meant to distract you, to demonize silence, to try to dictate who you are and tell you who you are and how you think, rebel. Again, this is me maybe being an angsty teenager, rebel against this. And the only way you can rebel against the media, other people, um, society telling you who you are is by you sitting with yourself and working through these things and asking yourself, who am I, right? Spending time in silence and getting in touch with your spirit, your soul, your inner voice, right? That's where the work needs to be done. And so I want you to just take stock right now of the moments in life you felt most at peace, most calm, most present, right? Just think, think of times, we all have them. Right? For most of us, it'll probably be like on vacation or something like that. Right? Reflect on the environment you were in. Was it next to the beach? Was it next to the pool? Was it just at home? Was it with a loved one? You know, Reflect on the noise. And again, that doesn't just mean audible. It means everything. My guess is for most of you, those moments were in silence. Maybe it wasn't complete silence. Like maybe there was a loved one and you were able to have a conversation and here I'm gonna challenge you. Think about some of the most intense conversation, I don't mean intense and bad, just the most passionate, driven conversations, most present conversations you've had with loved ones, spouses, parents, whatever. You were present, right? You weren't checking your phone, you weren't distracted, right? That can still be a moment of silence, 
even though you are communicating with another person because you're not in your head, you are present with that person, you are intently listening, you are not distracted by outside sources. That is still silence, right, in my opinion. So think about those moments. And again, you will probably come to the conclusion like, yeah, I was in silence, right? Or I was with a loved one and I was completely present with them. The beauty is we can weave this in and out of our days. We truly can. Every single day you can weave silence and you can weave moments in for yourself. And again, like when we talked about sleep, it's gonna, you're gonna have to take ownership of that and have boundaries and make this a priority. But again, on the path to a good life, you gotta do that. You either want a thriving life or you don't. And the person who wants a thriving life takes ownership and makes choices like the person who has a good life, okay? So think about times you could find silence. You know, even if that starts with something like one minute of silence, right? That is a start. You don't need to be crazy extremists like me. <laughs> uh, nobody needs to be crazy extremists like me. But, you know, um, it can start really small. Um, I will say everybody has an opportunity to be in silence every single day, as long as you have a car. Driving in silence. Now, some of you might be like, who the hell drives in silence, Sean? That you a psychopath? No. I actually know a couple of people that drive in silence, including myself now. Not all the time, right? Again, still enjoy whatever content you do, but you know, take some opportunities to drive in silence. If, for some of us, that might be the only opportunity. I'm gonna say that it's probably not the only opportunity, but it might be the easiest place to start. If you have a family, you got kids, you work a desk job that's busy, busy, busy. Well, you might find the only time you have to yourself when you're by yourself is in your car. Well, use that as an opportunity. Turn the radio off, sit in silence, and notice how you feel driving in silence. My guess is at first, if you've never done this, it's gonna be slightly uncomfortable. But notice your reactivity. Do you react differently to traffic when you're sitting in silence, right? Because now you've worked through some anxieties in your head and now you're not reacting emotionally, you're more responding. You know, um, always connect the dots here, do the thing and then reflect on how it makes you feel. So drive in silence, maybe it's the in the morning, your car ride to work. You go, you know what? This is gonna be my one moment for silence. It's a 15 minute car ride to work. I'm gonna sit in silence. Notice how you feel. All right, and then the rest of the day, don't worry about it. Now, some people will say, well, what about meditation? And like I mentioned earlier, I'm a daily meditator. Meditation is great, but I think for a lot of people who have never meditated or who maybe tried and go, it's just not for me. I don't think it's a great place to start unless you're called to it, unless it's something you're passionate about, you're, you're really interested in. Um, I think like everything else, you should build up to that. And so I think it's better to start with finding moments of silence throughout your day, starting with a car ride, right? Or uh, taking time in the morning, whatever it is, before you decide to start a meditation practice. Um, because a lot of people say, oh, I'm just not good at it. It's too hard, et cetera, et cetera. Because again, meditation, when it comes to the form of silence and sitting with yourself, I think it's kind of jumping in the deep end. For some people, most people, for some people it's not. For some people it comes really naturally and it's really easy, that's great. You know, so you can try it, and if, if you try it and you're like, dude, this is just not for me, okay, let's put that on the shelf for now. Let's go try some other things first, right? Go find silence elsewhere and maybe come back to it after you've built a practice of silence throughout your day, right? Um, I think another great place to start with silence is, is your mornings. 
we, we talked about sleep routines and everything a couple podcasts ago. So if your sleep routine is getting more in check, you know, your wake up routine is in check, hopefully you're having some time in the morning for yourself. And maybe in that morning routine, you add moments of silence. Maybe that's you go for a walk in the morning first thing when you wake up in complete silence. You, you keep the phone down. You don't take your phone with you. You leave it on the bed stand. You leave it wherever you got it. You go outside and just walk in silence for 10, 15 minutes. Maybe you sit outside if you have a patio or, or whatever with your coffee and you just sit in silence. Maybe you meditate. Maybe you journal. I also like this because it's kind of compounding for a good life, a good start to your day. Think about the days when you snooze your alarm and you wake up and you're in a rush and you immediately pick up your phone and you're checking emails and you're checking Instagram and you just, you're starting your day in a fight or flight. You're starting your day feeling like you're already behind. Imagine how the rest of your day is going to go. If you start your day like that, you're going to feel like that the rest of your day. Conversely, imagine your morning starting off calm, silence, journaling, working through some thoughts and some emotions, and just stillness, right? You're going to have a better chance of carrying that stillness, that silence, that calmness throughout the rest of your day. Am I saying your day is just going to be totally zen? No. <laughs> What I am saying though, is you're better set up for some Zen moments, for some moments of responding instead of reacting, right? Of calmness, of just going with the flow, right? You're setting yourself up for that to happen. Is it always gonna happen? No, but you're setting yourself up on a better foot doing that, right? So another option, you know, if you are going into work, you're not working from home currently, you know, is again, have some boundaries, ask for some needs, you know, from a boss or whatever it is, take a break, go outside, sit outside, leave your phone at the desk or wherever you're working your workstation and just sit in nature. And to me, this is still silence, even though there's gonna be people walking around, even though there's gonna be birds chirping, you know, try to focus a little bit on your thoughts and get in touch with yourself, but it's still silence in my mind because you're away from it all and you're just back in touch with nature, you know? Or if you want even more silence, just go sit in your car again, you know? Again, going back to the car, or, you know, if, if there is a sacred place for you that you know will have silence, go there, right? This week, my biggest challenge to you is find these moments of silence and then reflect on how you feel after and then compound these day after day and reflect on how it's making you feel. Right. My guess is that at first it's going to be uncomfortable because especially if you have never really done this, there's going to be so much internal chatter, so many thoughts about the future, about arguments, about all these things. That's good because guess what? This is the first time you're having a conversation with yourself and you might not like who you are right now. But the only way you start to get in tune with who you really are and start to like the person you are is by conversing with yourself. And the only way you converse with yourself is by sitting with yourself in silence, in stillness. This is the biggest route to spirituality I have found for me, right, without religion, is getting in tune with my inner voice, with my spirit, with my soul, by sitting with myself and embracing that inner voice, not running from it, not conforming it to what other people want me to be or people pleasing and stuff like that. And I'll be completely honest with you guys. You know, I've been sitting with silence for a long time and it's not till really now 
that I'm starting to really, really get in touch with that inner voice and just listen to it and just go with it. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you have to accept that that inner voice, that authentic you is not going to be for everybody. But we're not here to be for everybody. We're not here to have everybody like us. We're here to be our authentic selves, to express that, to know who we are internally, and just let that shine and let that show. But again, in my opinion, the only way you truly know that is by sitting with yourself and having conversations with yourself and reflecting on who you are and finding moments of silence and stillness. So go find those moments this week. Be unabashed about it. Ask for that need. You know, whoever you need to tell like, hey, I need some time to myself, some silence, some true silence. Put the phone away. No distractions. Sit with yourself. Have a great week. Have some silence. Have some calmness. Have some stillness. All right, guys. Go have a good week. See you.